Oktoberfests, birthday fests, finally, raked fests. Whatever fest they're celebrating this fall, give them gifts that they'll actually want, <clears throat> like drinks, and get them all from Drizzly, an app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on bountiful cornucopias of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them all delivered to their door, or the pile of leaves they're setting in. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com and get gifting today. Reintroducing the Iced Apple Crisp Oat Milk Macchiato from Starbucks. Now with Starbucks Blonde Espresso and Oat Milk, layered with flavors of apple, cinnamon, and brown sugar, and topped with a spiced apple drizzle. Welcome back, fall. Order today with the Starbucks app. Hello and welcome to Barbara's Podcast. This is the show for women, all about health, nutrition, and wellness. It's the show that will empower you and inspire you to create a healthier lifestyle. Hi, ladies. I know this is a subject that quite a few of you struggle with. We often turn to food for comfort, for stress relief, or as a reward, but emotional eating makes you feel worse at the end of the day. Sometimes the strongest cravings for food happens when you are emotionally at your weakest point and turn towards food, consciously or unconsciously, for comfort, relieving stress, or simply to keep you occupied. Emotional eating causes people to eat rather than deal with their feelings. Emotional hunger can sabotage your diet goals and lead to too much eating. People are prone to find comfort in high-carbohydrate, high-calorie salted food, and this may result in tremendous weight gain. As it turns out, there are parts of the brain that are rewarded from eating high-fat or high-sugar foods. There is more than 10 years' worth of psychological research which suggests that any behavior which is rewarded is likely to be repeated. However, eating comfort food when things get tough also known as emotional eating or stress eating, is not a solution to life's challenges. It only works for as long as you're eating, and then in the long run, it is worse, as it causes distress when it causes weight gain. So, let's start with, what is emotional eating? The definition of emotional eating is basically using food to make you feel better eating to fill emotional needs rather than to fill your stomach. One way of ending the cycle of stress or emotional eating is figuring out why you need comfort food. Does it calm you down, cheer you up, compensate you for a tough day or some combination? Recognizing these thought patterns can make it easier to resist giving in. It also helps to realize that emotional eating doesn't solve the problem that made you upset. While it's true that certain foods can cause positive emotions, the opposite is also true. Some foods can make us feel awful and bring about anxiety and depression. I certainly know that most coffees make me feel anxious and depressed. The first step to break free from the cycle of emotional eating is to understand the difference between emotional and real physical hunger. Emotional hunger can be powerful and as a result it can be very difficult to separate it from physical hunger. This can be trickier than it sounds 
but there are clues that can help you set them apart. Clue number one: emotional hunger is not linked to your stomach. Instead of a growling stomach or hunger pangs, emotional hunger is located in your brain. You start craving for specific foods and cannot stop thinking about the food until the craving is satisfied. Clue number two: emotional hunger is a sudden event. It has a sudden onset and feels overwhelming and urgent. Generally, good or bad events make you crave certain foods, and that is when emotional hunger sets in. Clue number three: mindless eating is another way emotional eating strikes. You start eating to satisfy the craving, and find it difficult to stop. Before you realize it, you have eaten more than you need, and without paying attention or fully enjoying what you ate. Clue number four: comfort foods. That is cravings for certain specific foods, ladies. You know the ones I'm talking about. It's those generally fatty, sugary, or salty foods. Digging into the ice cream tub, the chocolatey biscuits, or the salty crisps and wine. Sadly, these foods are designed to give the body an instant rush, making them addictive. The manufacturers know how to hit that bliss point to a T. Don't give them the satisfaction of manipulating you. Clue number five. Then comes the regret. After the craving ends, you start feeling guilty and start regretting the binge, making you feel awful. Another way to control emotional eating is to figure out what your triggers are. Keep a food diary that records not only what and how much you ate, but also how you felt at the time. Were you feeling stressed? Chronic stress releases the hormone cortisol. Which makes your body crave salty, sugary, and fatty foods that will give you that instant rush. Is it boredom? Boredom and emptiness can cause you to eat to kill time, as you have nothing better to do. Do you use food as a distraction? Could it be childhood habits? Were you ever rewarded with an ice cream for doing something exceptionally well as a child? Alternatively. Given a chocolate when feeling sad or low, these emotional childhood eating habits are generally carried forward by us into adulthood, where they don't serve us. This is a common one: social influences. Getting together with family and friends can be a great stress buster, but does it often make you eat mindlessly or overindulge? What about eating down your emotions? Do you tend to stuff down your emotions like fear, anger, anxiety, and loneliness? Numbing yourself with food is not the solution. Now that I have mentioned a few reasons, what I would suggest is that you become the observer in your life and try to recognize a pattern. Once you have recognized it, the next step would be to develop a strategy to break it. Distracting yourself is a good place to start when you feel a craving kicking in. The best distractions from emotional eating are things that take only about five minutes, just long enough to help you switch gears. Some ideas for switching gears include going for a five-minute walk, sitting outside, putting on your favorite music and dancing, calling a close friend to chat. The more ways you can think of to distract yourself, the easier it will become over time to stop stress eating. 
resisting will become your new habit. You could also change some unhealthy thoughts and replace them with more empowering ones. For instance, if you often eat because you think you deserve it after a tough day, remember that you also deserve to lose weight, feel healthy and be proud of yourself. If you eat because of stress, learn to dial back that stress. Try yoga, meditation, regular exercise, walking in nature or journaling, which can all help to reduce your stress levels. And last but not least, make sure you get enough sleep. Some moods are caused by eating the wrong types of foods. A diet high in fats and oils causes sluggish behavior, which may cause negative moods. Eating too many refined carbohydrates and processed foods may cause severe mood changes and fatigue. Try sticking to balanced meals and snacks. Imbalanced diets like binge eating or skipping meals causes energy spikes and glucose spikes, which cause increased cravings as the body does not fuel regularly. It might also cause irritability, anxiety and poor concentration. Try focusing on mood-boosting foods that are rich in B vitamins and omega-3s, which are all known to be good for your mental health. If all else fails and you're unsuccessful trying to stop stress eating on your own, consider seeking help from a professional therapist. They can help you discover and expose negative and unproductive ways of thinking and teach you to replace these thinking patterns with more helpful ones. For example... The next time you have a stressful situation, you might say to yourself, I'm really upset, but if I eat to soothe myself, I'll feel upset about my weight too. Instead, I'll go for a walk so I can calm down and feel better. It may take a combination of approaches to stop stress eating, but becoming aware of the problem is a good first step to breaking the cycle. So, my beautiful ladies, I do hope you have received a few helpful gems from this podcast. I wish you all the best, and don't forget to celebrate life with a smile. Thanks for listening to Barbara's podcast. Don't forget to sign up for our newsletter or e-courses. Celebrate life, and see you at the next episode. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.